Welcome to the Pool Boy Podcast. This is episode like something, uh, 24, actually no, 23? 23, it doesn't matter. Today we are talking SEAL Team 6, because uh, let's be honest, they're always in the We're news. We're always talking The greatest about living them. Americans. I'm always thinking about them. We're talking celebrities, they have their websites, a little bit of Olympics, a little bit of Jennifer Lawrence, Brendan Fraser, he's back, so is Sharknado 6. It's the Pool Boy Podcast. We're all very different people. We're not what to see. They should be. No. We're not Spartan. She doesn't even go here. We're American. It's the feeling good all the time. We're the capital A, huh? Rock, flag, and eagle, right, Charlie? We are the wretched refuge. Jerry, you know this guy eats poop, right? We're mutts. All right, let's just start it off. Let's get into it. By the way, Pool, pool Boy Podcast F23. Was that like, is it MJ's app 23 or is mm. it now Braun? I think it's, at, I think it's more Jim Carrey. I was going to say, the number, 20, number 23. Carey. Fucking 23. 23, yeah. 23. At first I saw it everywhere. That, movie. that was the beginning of the end, Jimmy. Um, but yeah, let's start it off with uh, SEAL Team 6. Um, the dude who killed Bin Laden. Mm-hmm. We know him. We know who he is. It's Robert du- O'Neill. It's du- dope that we know who he is. I, it's Bobby so O'Neill. American that we know who he <laughs> is, and he's walking around without any worries. Yeah, like, I don't know. Maybe he has worries. Maybe he is. Like, well, is well that it's a like that concern? Mad Dog Mattis quote. It's like, do yeah. you, are you worried? Do, do certain people keep you up at night? No, no, no. I keep, I keep people up at night. That's exactly yeah. right. I think he's just so confident in you know his abilities that it's like, yeah, he's going to walk around. Yeah. He's going to have a bumper sticker. <laughs> I'm the guy. Yeah. Don't worry about it. But uh, he's kind of our, our Achilles, I guess you could say. But so mm-hmm. he's walking around, and uh, TMZ was asking him some questions because, you know, I guess you can recognize him now. Mm-hmm. He's so badass. But they were, like, you know, asking about the conspiracies behind it and this and that. And then they finally were like, the night that you killed him, the night that mm-hmm. you took the dude down, mm-hmm. what uh, were you jamming to anything? Did you have any tunes on? And he was like, oh, yeah, got some tunes, <laughs> some, some pump-up tunes coming out of the tunnel. And uh, he said he listened to uh, Red Nation by uh, the game which is if you haven't heard it it's somehow the game was the first guy to remix the stadium song like mm-hmm. the oh oh is that sandstorm it's not sandstorm it's just a stadium song oh, oh. like it's like that i don't know if it's if american or european or what it is but it's like you do that at a stadium people are up we're ready to fucking go that's a surefire get people on their feet exactly jam. and so it's the game's remix of that so it's that whole stadium song plus you know the can game you, brings it can every you play time it? can you please play uh it? yeah i'll play it right now by the way, this guy got it 100% right. <laughs> I thought I had answers for this thing. This is the song. No, yeah, no. So th- this is this is probably the best song you could be listening to. In fact, it was because it got the job done. Yeah. Yeah, so it's the game in Little Wayne and Red Nation. <laughs> and here we go. Yeah, you just – because I like the little – you need a little intro. You need a little, like – And right now you're in the chopper. You're stretching. Yeah. Coming in, flying over – Cracking your neck. Yeah, I mean, think about what this guy's flying into. Yeah. <laughs> Who he's flying with. No yeah. smiles in there. Six of his closest buddies slash most badass people. It's like the scene in Predator where they're flying in with Jesse the Body Ventura, except way, way more real. Because yeah. it actually is. Because it's very real. It's realer than anything that anybody so real. This guy might be the realest guy there is. He really killed Bin Laden. For real. What I love is that at some point he was like scrolling through pandora heard this song was like "Ooh, that's a great song yeah <laughs> oh yeah i'm gonna add that to my playlist my killing bin laden playlist so that's my question to you guys is now that we know this mm-hmm. which is awesome that we know this now what would your 
Killing Bin Laden song be, to, for yeah. lack of better words. What would you hear? You got the playlist going. We're in the chopper. <laughs> it's fucking three in the morning. I've killed so many fucking people to kill this guy. Yeah. We're going in. What are you listening to? It's a fucking 10-year operation. This is Let's Fucking Go. I'm about to be celebrated. Firefighters, children, women, everybody. What's your What's your jam? Man, um, I actually- It's a tough cue. I have one. Um, Give it to me. Is it a Spotify song? or no, is it's, it a, it's on YouTube. It's uh, good. Good. I, I like that because Spotify, like there's a certain some songs on YouTube. It usually means there's a remix for it or like yeah. it's never actually recorded anywhere like legit because it's so fucking intense. You know, <laughs> right, here, it's just so nails. Here's what I want you to type in. When duh, D-A dogs, D-A-W-G-S naturally come out to play. I right, know this is a song from Blood Diamond. They only play the song for like. That's fuck. all I need to know. By the way, <laughs> yeah. this song from what songs were in Blood Diamond besides African hymns? The, well, this song. So this is the song. Uh, play. So this is a song. They only show it to you for like ten seconds, and it's basically when like we're getting a glimpse at uh like the the child soldier war camp. Oh yeah. And you see a bunch of like. That's pretty real too, by the way. You see a bunch of like. See a bunch of like seven year old kids just like smoking cigarettes and injecting each other with heroin, and, like eating like adult. If it wasn't Wait, so sad, it'd be so badass. Dude, listen to this. <laughs> this is a scary song. It's a scary motherfucking song. And I'd probably listen to him and be like, This is like the Purge trailer song. Yeah, it's like invoking a lot of darkness <laughs> currently. <laughs> Yeah, let's go fucking it's like kill somebody. It's like a murder party. <laughs> these kids and these we're kids, going to party, but we're murdering people. And, and these kids and, and they, there's like a montage, and they're like five-year-old kids with like AR-15s. They're like leading like adults into like whatever little prison cell they. Very like real kids. These kids are very. Real. And then you cut to like main kid. He's like counting fucking money, and it's like, what the fuck is holy shit, yeah. guys? So I'm playing this as I'm as I'm uh, hopping off the chopper. I, I dig it. That's that's intense. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, there's a reason that's not on Spotify. Yeah. yeah, I now understand. I think I could go any song from the original Triple X soundtrack. Oh yeah, start Pretty leading good. off with a hard Duhast, Mitch. Yeah, wow. oh, Duhast, Duhast, Duhast. I'm gonna um, throw Duhast on right now. Duhast, Duhast, Mitch, Duhast, Mitch, and fine. You know, just one, one of Ramstein's hits. Yeah. One of you know from their album Sitnuxt. I think that's how you pronounce it. This is when like. The techno scene was all underground yeah. in like Eastern Europe. Yeah, <laughs> is this techno? The drum, dude. The I think it's definitely. It's technically, technically techno. Yeah, I think so. This though, right? drum is terrifying. This is someone coming to get you. Is well, anyone having fun at this this concert <laughs> well, or this party? You know why the drum intro is like literally that exact beats? It's because if you are in a chopper uh -huh. and you have your gun there, yeah, it will. Uh, when you when they play the, the drum beat, it will literally take the safety off of your rifle. It, was, you. it just switches. And it's just, yeah, so you don't even have to do it yourself. Yeah. It's like one of those, like, life hacks. Yeah, yeah. You know, you play this song, DIY and you're kinda. good to go. It's a DIY yeah. situation. Henry, what song would you play? So my song would be, it's actually, uh, it's from a one of our favorite scenes from Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Oh, that scene. Um, um, is it, it's like Red Light Anthem. So it's oh, called. Dude. Uh, big, uh, I'm pulling big up. Big yeah. damn it! So it's called "Hands in the Sky." Yeah, and it's by uh, Straylight. <laughs> I'm not. And, and it's one of these songs where, like, epic. I don't even know how these guys, like, when you're writing this song or anytime you play this, are you not just so angry? You're just not just punching people in the face. I'm gonna play it right now, dude. I've listened to that song so many times, just running at night, thinking like of a montage in my head and stuff. I, I've listened to that song so many times that. And the I best part you, is, you gotta cut. You gotta skip like two minutes. I was gonna say, I always go to 137. <laughs> that's how. That's how like, much. That's I've like. To it's like that long of an intro. <laughs> 
Just wait. It's going to be that badass. It's Jax Teller and his guys go after some white supremacists. Yeah, so, yeah Sons of Anarchy. It's like them getting ready for the big meet-up brawl. It's like going to be a Is this when they fight? fight like the neo-Nazis? Yeah, yeah. Like, they're charming. like meeting the okay. neo-Nazis in the woods to be like, yeah, all right, it's fists like, only, us versus you, winner gets charmed. Yeah, and they end up bringing guns, and it's like, oh, yeah. boom, here's the other gangs. Yeah. Put down the fucking guns. Oh, it's so out. cool. And so this is my, I think, because you kind of... I don't know. It's got kind of a, uh, you know, what's, who sings Loneliest Day of My Life? System of uh, Down. Got kind of a little System of Down Chops vibe. Because I want it to be real. I want it to get me going. But it needs to kind of have this oh, quiet, sedicticness. That's not a kick drum in here in one second. Ready? Sadistic. This, 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 this song doesn't lock your, or uh, take the safety off, but it loads your gun. Yeah, so here it is. But you need a little foot stomp. I need to be able to tap my foot to it. But at the same time, like, reload ammo and really feel... And your heart rate needs something to go by. Yeah, exactly. You tell me when I'm going. Keep that heart rate steady. You like taking an NO Explode? O'Neal did. Rob did. How about some C4? So, by the way, all, the, all these songs are playing are freaking sick, but they're all kind of fire me up songs. Like, yeah. they're all like you're walking out of the Rose Bowl kind of songs. Well, so the other one I was going to do was the, you know, the song in Friday Night Lights when Winchell comes out of the tunnel? Oh, it's yeah. It's just oh, all yeah. intro, basically. Yeah. It's all a build up for like two minutes. <laughs> but I could Epic. go I could go a little darker with it. I could yeah. go throw on uh, Nirvana, Where Did You Sleep Last Night? Whoa. Because that's a serial killer song. No, yeah. And I guess that's kind of the vibe you want, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, you're I don't going know. in, you're going that, in. That song fucking, has pain in it. <laughs> you know what's interesting? None of us chose anything patriotic. I thought one of you guys was going to do a proudly <laughs> stand Lee up. Yeah. Well, God bless the USA. Um, <laughs> all right. That might be enough talking about uh, killing Team songs? Six for uh, yeah. killing songs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I like that, though. Next, okay. though, celebrity websites. So I've lately been doing a little something where I just do you remember like when the internet first came out when it wasn't like oh yeah google it it was like what's your search engine of choice yeah there was still like a debate <laughs> there was like hey, was new, new is a bing guy Jeeves. shame on you I was an ass Jeeves guy <laughs> like, like you could literally AOL had its own not. search engine there was all these like little weird search engines and they didn't really work there wasn't like these big aggregate websites like Wikipedia or anything like yeah. that or YouTube you would the best way to find it is like if you wanted to cook spaghetti, you would go to like www.spaghetti.com yeah. and be like, "Hi, I'm Jim Spaghetti. This is how you make spaghetti." <laughs> yeah, like literally, you you'd be you'd like, "Oh, I want to watch porn." www.porn.com. Yeah, like, <laughs> well, you could at the time. This is before Twitter and even really MySpace. Celebrities like, I need a website. Yeah. So if you go, so I've been doing this lately. You literally just type in www.acelebritiesname.com. Half of them don't exist. <laughs> about a quarter of them just redirect you to that celebrity's like Facebook or Twitter page. Yeah. Then there's like a quarter that have websites. <laughs> and are it, they like current celebrities or like early 2000s? It's a wide array. It's people who still think people will go to <laughs> www.ryanfelipe.com. Ryanfelipe.com. Yeah, you made why. this joke last week too with uh, the Amanda Bynes one that's been still under construction since oh, like I love 2002. That. I so love that, that so that's one of them that that is like still under construction and it's a picture of her from like Big Fat Liar. <laughs> it's really still under construction. So I have three other ones for you guys. The first one is www.stevenseagal.com. <laughs> so Steven Seagal has his own website obviously and his website is probably the most well done. And here's if you are listening to this podcast, you're not watching it. Um, here's what his website generally looks like. I'm going to describe it to you. Okay. There's a lot in the menu bar. You got a yeah. lot of options. There's more than one layer of, of 
pages to click on. And all, all of the pages are in, are in very basic font, a very basic Times New Roman. The, the banner of his website is what looks like a Shaolin temple engulfed <laughs> in flames with some sort of uh, Chinese Mandarin writing yeah. uh, going down. Not only that, on his uh, the, the little title part of it, it's Steven Seagal official website. It yeah. says official website uh, on the website. He runs this guy. I think he he learned like WordPress or whatever. There's all, <laughs> like there's literally a uh, picture of him staring you in the face as you're on this website as he points a uh, samurai sword. And notice it's younger you. Steven Seagal as well. <laughs> it's it's not current day Steven Seagal. Well, this, is, younger, this is all yeah. things Seagal. Yes. If you want to go take a trip back in no, time. No, but I like that early the samurai photo is just <laughs> epic. But I like that it's not right him. I like it better if it was him right now with with a uh, samurai sword. And I mean, in here too, it's like okay, here are the menu options: news, film, true justice series, music, biography philanthropy martial arts and then they have a whole nother thing for the rest that's just other work he does other stuff too <laughs> so steven seagal's website you can subscribe i would recommend it Jack also connects you to his linkedin which is great because he has a linkedin um there, there's just a lot of stuff at this website so number two i really like is melaniegriffith.com so melaniegriffith.com is not what a random person owned and operated by melanie actually <laughs> On July second, two thousand twelve, there's just when you when you open the website, it's just a nice little pink border with a sort of a sky blue, actually very similar to Poolboy County colors, uh, <laughs> little note that says, "Hi, Melanie Griffith. It appears that whoever was in charge of maintaining the registration of this domain messed up, as the domain of peers expired recently and then dropped several weeks later. It was consequently put up for auction at Namejet.com, where I purchased it for six hundred sixty-nine dollars on your behalf. As a steal, assuming that you would want it back as quickly and expensively as possible. If I was a cyber squatter and intended to keep the domain or sell it, this is John Schultz from Washington <laughs> uh, State, by the way. Sounds incredibly genuine. What and he's nice. what he's saying is like Melanie, I don't want you to get ripped off. You clearly want this website, Melanie. I, bought it I for get you. it. Call me. I'll just give it to you. I'm a fan. So that's one of my favorites because this was in 2012 too. It's like, well, right John, on. forget it. She doesn't want it. <laughs> I don't even really know Melanie Griffith. My that's, what a heartfelt, way what to a, go, just John honest. I tell you, people branch. from the Pacific Northwest are trustworthy. Oh, they're good people. They're good people. Oh, they're good people. It's good land up there. My favorite <laughs> good is country. www.robertdeniro.com. And now this, this was <laughs> De Niro. We're on, I think, like Internet 3.0 currently. This is Internet beta. This was like the first Internet. It's in, very PowerPointy. It's very PowerPointy. Only half of the uh, screen is even filled. <laughs> the rest is just navy. That's a the word rest, art title. You have a word art title that's <laughs> like, oh my god! Look Welcome to like. RobertDeNiro.com. <laughs> you have a nice picture of Robert De Niro in what looks like 1978 as your header. Uh, it's a good year for him. Also, a little message that says, "This site is not authorized or endorsed by Mr. Robert De Niro." No. Information on this site is for information purposes only. This site is in no way affiliated with Mr. Robert De Niro. This is a fan appreciation site and is published by a fan. And you know what? Okay. I appreciate that because for all I know, I could look at this and think, De Niro's website? <laughs> well, this is him. Well, let me tell you why, why I really like this site. And the reason is it's been many a year, but this site has not forgotten, forgotten 9-11. I, and no, I was going to say, I'm close. looking over your shoulder. Yeah, why like, is there just a Why am I looking at the Twin Towers right now? In, in fact... <laughs> That's all this website is, is it says <laughs> September 11, 2001, we remember, in tribute to the more than 3,000 lives lost. What does that have to do with Jesus De Niro? Jesus Christ. I, I don't know, but but it has something to do with it. And uh, so Are they blaming him? No, 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 no. Not at all. It job, and Bobby's to blame. And Bobby was the guy. <laughs> not at all. So, I mean. Where was he on that fateful yeah. afternoon? This is just a nice little glimpse into the internet. I feel like whoever bought this was basically like, all right, you can 
pay $5 a month for the domain or you can pay us $10 right now and you'll have it forever. And this person <laughs> did it. I doubt this person is checked in. It was, when was the last time they checked in on the De Niro? <laughs> 2001 is think, probably a good guess. I think yeah, it was like probably. October 2001. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Probably after that World Series. He was, oh, this website was incredibly relevant back then. It was <laughs> actually good stuff. It had a lot of traffic. But yeah, so, so there's just some great celebrity websites out there. If you go, literally just stop giving Google money. Just go to www. And then just type in whatever you're interested. Um, www.interestingcats.com. There's probably a bunch of pictures of interesting cats there. And all like curious. Fl- flash images. Yeah. You it's know, I, I, and, uh, do you guys remember when uh, Taylor Swift was buying all of those domain names for her? She was like buying like taylorswiftporn.com sexvideo.com because other people were making those websites and just making them fucking ridiculous (laughs) clearly it's i don't think that's money not well spent no one's clicking on robertdeniro.com no one's giving a shit about taylor swift's websites it's just great um the olympics henry the olympics hard-hitting stuff not a lot of views. It's actually the worst rated Olympics ever officially <laughs> yeah. today. They lost billions and billions of dollars. I think it's like fourteen billion South Korea lost. What? Pyeongchang's yeah. been on fire. I know, right? <laughs> but um yeah, no, just like no one's watching and no one really uh is caring too much. And we're actually you know, we're like not doing that well. Norway is like way ahead. We won curling. Our women are doing curling. great. Our, Our women, women are, doing are doing great, great. but Norway has like ten more medals and like eight more goals than us. Yeah. Like it's like what the fuck? In Norway? The year Russia was absent. We're really yeah. blowing it. Actually no. doing well. So frustrating. Rus- <laughs> Russians are just winning medals for no country and throwing them into the ocean. Being like, Fuck you. But uh, my favorite story from this Olympics is that there are a handful of athletes that are not really Olympic athletes, but they're competing in these games. Yeah. And so the big story, the one that everyone's heard about, is uh, Elizabeth Sweeney, who mm-hmm. was the girl who did uh, women's freestyle skiing. Like in the half pipe. Oh, that video is classic. And there's just this video. If you haven't seen it, you got to look it up, or we're probably showing it right now. It's hilarious. It's her just doing what you would probably mm-hmm. do if you went to a half pipe, which is going up it, getting maybe no no air. I'd say getting just slightly. <laughs> you're turning, so one of your skates, one of your skis might be in the air, skis and then fully more than shoulder width apart. Yes, and then mm-hmm. coming right back down. Pizza, French fry, pizza, French fry. Mm-hmm. Don't mess up. Um, and so we, I looked a little bit into her, and it turns out she's not even the only one who's like this. There's like a handful of cases of these Olympic athletes who just suck. Just so classic. And so like Elizabeth Swainy, she's from Oakland. And uh, she's, what, wait, she's I, I, what, she what country is she skiing for? Hungary, because her grandparents are from Hungary. But she is an Oakland girl. She's an Oakland girl. Okay, Bay, child story. of the Bay. Well, keep going. Big Dubs this, fan. That's interesting, though. I know, right? And so she gamed the system to get in, and so she basically the way to qualify is to be compete in a certain amount of like international competitions, mm-hmm. and you get a certain amount of top thirty finishes. And they said in most of these events, everyone she went to. Strategically, she went to ones without 30 participants. <laughs> so, of course, she finished in the top 30. And so her run here at the Olympics, she just was like, made sure she didn't fall. So I don't think she even came in last because people who were falling get points deducted. She had a clean ride. Yeah. She, had just, she went down the hill, you know, got a snow cone. And so she's not the only one, though. You know the Tongan guy? The guy who's all shiny, shirtless. The guy who's waving flag. the flag, yeah. He did it in Rio. Ceremonies. He carried the flag. He's a cute guy, I guess. <laughs> I don't see it. Oh, he's especially cute. Oh, yeah. He's a cute guy. So everyone's loving him. He, uh, he, I didn't realize he was a joke in Rio, too. He made it to Rio to do Taekwondo. Lost in the first round, 19-1. See ya, Tongan guy. Gone. Just got in somehow. Is that one point? Is that just stepping on the mat? Is that like I, signing your name for I the I think SATs? the other dude did something. Exactly. I think it's signing your name. The <laughs> okay. other guy had to touch shoes or something. And so this, uh, this Olympics, he made it again because about six months ago, he picked up skiing. 
and he was able to qualify uh, for the cross-country men's skiing That's tournament so six months ago. ago. Like six months ago, and he started on roller skis, and he said his only uh, goals for the race were to finish before they turn off the lights and uh, to uh, not hit any trees. <laughs> Dude, that guy is an Olympian. He can get the tattoo of the Olympia. rings. Oh, yeah. He's got the whole freaking thing. He's getting laid in Olympic Village right now. Yeah. It's crazy. And so my thought was... Those could be my goals. I could accomplish those goals. <laughs> I can finish. I think I could. Before they turn the lights out. I think out, I could I think. not hit a tree. And so there's this, also this Mexican guy who's 43, same exact thing. Him, him and the Tongan guy, same exact story. They finished 114th, 115th, dead last in men's cross-country skiing. <laughs> That's so freaking so, funny. And so in my mind, if this is happening in cross-country skiing, this is happening basically everywhere. Yeah. Our shot at making the Olympics it just got a whole lot more. Yeah, like percent. This right? whole time I've been thinking uh, handball is our ticket in. So handball, <laughs> it's so goddamn handball, is so funny. It's just literally you're running around. There's a ball. Every every sport should be called it handball was the except first for sport soccer. It must yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so all those. I mean, it's like of course, like I think I could do handball. But now I'm starting to think, if you just don't compete for America, yeah, you can just qualify for another country and just go and have the time of your life. What sport is there? Any sport that you think? Or what would you, now that it's you can basically do any sport, what would be the most fun for you to go and compete in the Olympics? Because now it's just kind of fun to do something silly. <laughs> if you're competing with Sean White in the halfpipe, just doing nothing. I think some kind of skeet shooting event for me would be hilarious. I've I, never shot a gun before. So I think that that would be my pick, New, as I was thinking. The whole biathlete thing where you're yeah. skiing and then shooting. If you're just struggling skiing and then just firing 50 rounds yeah, trying to, this target, missing the target, that would be so much fun. People are just lapping you. Yeah, you're just yeah. like, they're taking the gun out of your hands. You have yeah, safety yeah. on. <laughs> I think I think I would do, try to go for like one of those like decathlon things, just so I can really <laughs> like walk show it, show that I don't <laughs> know how to do any of these things, and just be like, all right, first shot at the javelin. I'm also thinking either weightlifting or like judo. Oh, weightlifting. Maybe wears. weightlifting. I don't think maybe that's not possible. Good. Like, in, you but wouldn't I guess, qualify. There's like baseline numbers. No, but I think baseline. If it's about top a certain amount of top finishes, mm-hmm. you go to weightlifting competitions in Lithuania where there's nine guys finish top ten. So You're this there. is exactly yeah. the story, by the way, of Eddie the Eagle. Did you guys ever get a chance to see Eddie the Eagle? The movie? I did not. I know you did. I really dig the movie. Hugh Eddie Jackman, the, Eagle. the dude from The Kingsman. And so basically, this is 100% right. There are just all these old bylaws that were like What's put, in bylaw? Pl- put in place originally when they first wrote up the Olympic uh, in Greece? rules. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's just like if you're a top qualifier for your country, like most of these countries do not have teams for these people. Oh, they have no, yeah, so they have like one go guy who could possibly like, compete. I'm going to go be the freaking whatever the long jump person yeah. is with skis where they're yeah. flying 100 meters. And this guy was just sending it. And absolutely killing himself. Absolutely sending it. <laughs> That's just so like, freaking funny. <laughs> the guy could barely get down a hill. Like, the fear was he wouldn't even make it to the jump. And now he's Jeez. flying through the air. Fuck it. And how huge, did he do? Uh, dead last. But oh, damn. in the closing ceremonies, they're literally running down the Olympics. And it's like, some of us performed valiantly. Some of us even flew like an eagle. And then it cuts to him, and it's Eddie the Eagle in the top rows doing the eagle dance. No way. I love that. Doing the bird dance, feeling it, working it. (laughs) Feeling it? Doing the bull dance, feeling the flow, working it, working it. Working it. But I like, you know, it was one in a million, and now, you know, really, you're saying there's a chance. Let's look into this. Let's... Right? Well, I mean, I'm gonna make some calls. I can put one foot in front of the other. I'm gonna I put can... some calls out. I'm gonna see what I'm gonna see what I can work out. Speaking of putting some calls out, Jennifer Lawrence, she's uh, fixing our democracy now. Yeah, this is a hilarious story. I'm excited for us to get into it. Jennifer Lawrence uh, was recently quoted by a Fox News um, mm-hmm. that she is taking a year sabbatical from acting. So mm. she's got Red Sparrow coming out here in the next couple weeks, and after that, 
she's going to be sitting tight uh, on movies for a little while. A little vacay. I like yeah. it. Why? Uh, she is taking the sabbatical to, quote, fix our democracy. That's a pretty big goal there, Jen. Yeah, she is, Thank uh, you, Jen. She's working with an activism group known as Represent.us. Uh, and the goal of her in this group is to put an end to corruption in government. It's a nonpartisan deal. It's about time. They're looking to pass laws and mm-hmm. abolish ones that allow for... Uh, secret money and corruption God, and all sorts of things. So brave. Let me ask you guys this question. You're setting out to fix our democracy. Where do you mm-hmm. start? Where, what's step one for you? <laughs> well, number one, you got to call your local center. Yeah. I think I'd write, <laughs> it, a, write a note, maybe. You got to, like, get when, some stationery. Every time one of these things happens. A really nice pen. Every time that, like one of these laws is about to happen, like net, net neutrality or whatever, where, where people get really worked up, I get all these texts and, and emails where I'm going to be like, Call your call your local congressman. You, you just do it. Just take the time. And it's like, does he answer the fucking phone? I don't know. I've never done it. You're right. I, I think you I take think, a Jennifer Lawrence call. I think you get his assistant. I think. Oh, I think Jen. I think Jen gets right in there. I but think Jen gets a meeting. Write your local congressman. There's no way they're reading all of these ten thousand letters. Yeah. If anything, I'm guessing they're gonna be like, I'm not even gonna start. It's like when you're uh, screwed him. for an exam and you're like, I could read the first chapter and maybe get a question right. But I'm just going to get our question right. I might as well not do anything and just. I think you're totally right. I think a yeah. lot of these congressmen have a uh, wink, wink, special file mm-hmm. for all yeah. of these letters, aka the trash can. So, by the way, oh. this, this, was a, uh, this was a Fox News article. And she has been. I'm sure it was not very nice. She's been very, very critical of President Donald Trump yes. since yeah. the election uh-huh. and has actually probably overstepped her bounds. Uh, recently, she suggested the hurricanes in Texas and Florida mm-hmm. was Mother, Mat- Mother Nature's way of letting us know. So that was bullshit. So I, I remember that. That was in part to uh, promote her movie, Mother, because Mother mm-hmm. is an analogy yeah. we've already talked about all the time. It's the worst movie ever, but it's about Mother Nature. Mm-hmm. And so she kind of said that, kind of trying to promote the movie. And it was like, Chill, Jen. Yeah. Chill. People are dying. Take a step back, Jen. But I love She's when such an every girl. I love I love when actors and actresses do this. You know what? I'm just sick of it. I'm taking a year off. It's like, yeah. no, you're not. We we talked about earlier in the year. You're Shailene, a celebrity. That's Shailene your job. Woodley was talking about running for Congress. Yeah. But it's like also, it's like you're a celebrity. In my mind, you're a celebrity. That's your job. You're not taking time off from being a celebrity. You're still gonna make all these money from doing appearances and all. This is still just to make your image better so you can be in better in bigger movies, right? Yeah. I like mean it's all a publicity thing. I mean, here here's just my thought. I think, you know, we sure we don't really believe she's gonna be able to fix our democracy, but Jen, we're rooting for you. Oh, I'm rooting like heck for her. <laughs> I hope you do it. I hope yeah. you uh, you really straighten those uh, the old guard out. Let them give, Jen. A, give me a piece of your mind, and then do me a favor. Hop back in a movie with Bradley Cooper. It's yeah. just they're always She's really, great. really, really good. <laughs> she, also, um, she doesn't have a very good past couple movies can no I, can i run through them for you real quick? Yeah. so the past couple before red sparrow mm-hmm. she's got some stinkers yeah <laughs> absolute stinkers you got uh mother which exclamation point. again mother exclamation point absolutely terrible passengers which one of the worst reviewed mm-hmm. movies yeah, in tough. recent time air and, and the fact that that movie was jennifer lawrence and chris pratt and it tanked it's <laughs> like 200 million dollars that might be the <laughs> hottest power couple that you can even imagine in hollywood right now <laughs> excluding the rock um, she was in X-Men Apocalypse, which love X-Men, but that was awful. Joy and the past two Hunger Games. Those are the those are their past five, four years movies. I, ne- I never saw Joy. What was the word on Joy? I never did either. It was up for awards. Yeah. Uh, not not enough. It was like the Walmart founder, right? It was, no, that? she did the um the miracle mop. Oh, yeah, she she okay. invented like a broom. Yeah. Okay. But just you know, it's been, <laughs> been a little bit of slow. A movie. So Needs uh, Red Sparrow would be a good uh good little bounce back. Well, let's see. All right, so <laughs> moving on real quick, Brendan Fraser then Henry. Speaking of bounce backs. Bouncing back, Brendan Fraser. He had a uh, huge thing with uh, GQ, big mm-hmm. article 
uh, we got interviewed and he basically was talking about, he like revealed that in 2003, he was a victim of sexual assault. The uh, president of the Hollywood foreign press at a party for the Hollywood foreign press groped him, grabbed his butt genitals, some other stuff. That's pretty bad. Said he was like so shook, had no idea what to do, super depressed, totally retreated and Mm -hmm. said, quote unquote, that he basically quit Hollywood, quit acting. Yeah. After that dude from the Hollywood foreign press, Phil Burke, like, I guess years ago had acknowledged that he had grabbed his butt, Mm -hmm. said it was all in jest and, uh, and said that, you know, his career going badly because Brendan Fraser kind of blamed, he was like, was kind of blacklisted, never invited the Golden Globes again, which is a Hollywood foreign press thing. Uh, because of this incident, and the Phil Burke guy was like, no, uh, his career declined through no fault of ours, just yeah. fault of his own. And he, that guy also never admitted any wrongdoing. Like, he was forced to give an apology or something like yeah. that. And he yes. basically said, if I did anything, like the classic, if I did anything to offend you, I'm sorry for that. But like, I didn't actually yeah. do anything yeah. to offend you. Yeah. So, you know, the double, whatever. But uh, all of these stories, all of these accusations are so tough to talk about because we don't know anything. We, yeah. we know nothing. We know nothing if it's true, if it's not. I got you got sides for both. But it is just interesting. I thought we'd talk about just Brendan Fraser. Mm-hmm. That, like, I kind of – I a little bit don't buy it because it's like – I don't know if Brendan Fraser was that big of a stud. I love Brendan Fraser. I fucking love Brendan Fraser. And then it looked at his IMDb. He was a stud. Yeah, he really his was. His movies up until 2003 – so he had the Mummy franchise, he had Bedazzled, he had fucking Blast from the Past, and Sino Man, George of the Jungle. Mm-hmm. All of these were like 97 to 2003. He hits. had freaking, yeah, like so many hits. Looney Tunes back in action. He was in Airheads. fucking Airheads. Airheads. Like yeah. He was in School big ties. movies. After 2003, he the was in absolutely Tunes. nothing. He was in the first Journey to the Center of the Earth. That was in 07. And then he that was got an recasted by The Rock, and since then we haven't seen him. But that was in 08. He didn't. He like wasn't in a good movie for five years. Yeah. He was in Crash. So the timing of this. Minor oh, yeah. character. Oh, he was pretty good ver- in Crash. He was great in Crash, but very minor character. So the timing of this, though, does totally line up it with totally his like, story. Up. It totally yeah. lines up. And so, like again, we know nothing. But like, what a, kind of a bummer, just thinking hypothetically, what Brendan Fraser could have been. And the thing I read was also like another big setback was he was supposed to be Superman in 2006, 2007, Oof. and he didn't get it. it. Would have been a cool Superman. Would have been. I buy him as I, Superman. I, I, Henry Cavill, goddamn, you're. It would have been a yeah. very just a zero on the personality. Different it would, movie. It would have been a very different movie. I think that's why I don't like Superman. It's because Superman doesn't have a personality. It's just yeah. like, hey, I'm a freaking alien. I Brandon can do Fraser, anything I want. Brendan Fraser was the perfect, good-looking, yeah. big guy with a personality. So Goofy, but like we've manly. talked about this in private in the past. Yeah. Uh, this guy, the fact he wasn't the next Harrison Ford in Indiana Jones, Crazy. is an absolute crime. He, he would have fucking yes, crushed perfect. us. Yep, you would have. You buy him as the professor. Yeah, but then he's out having fun, making jokes, and and, do, and you buy him as an athlete. Totally. I mean, let's get the hat and the lasso and to this guy. And he lost that role to Shia LaBeouf. Okay, <laughs> let's uh, keep in, in check with this story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, st- we'll keep you up to date. Okay, Sharknado Six. So there's they're just released the plot for the six. Oh, that's a tongue twister. <laughs> Can I read to you guys the plot real quick? I'd Please, love, do. I'd love to hear. <laughs> All is lost. Or is it? Finn <laughs> unlocks the time-traveling power of Sharknados. So if you haven't, I've never seen one through five, but there's now like, I think there was a sort of like a, what do you call it at the very end? Like a teaser of, by the way, they can time travel now. There was an after the credits teaser. <laughs> yeah. Of uh, Sharknados in order to save the world and resurrect his family. He lost his family in the first five. In his quest, Finn, by the way, I love his name's Finn, Classic. fights Nazis, dinosaurs, knights, and even takes a ride on Noah's Ark. This time, it's not how to start stop the Sharknados. 
it's when. Okay. So my question to you guys is that sounds like a fucking thrill ride. And it also does. sounds you're like, man, they went from the first Sharknado to that. What a jump. It's actually not really at all. Fast and the Furious had probably a crazier jump. Honestly, I think you're right. I think the leaps they took from Fast 1, mm-hmm. even to Fast 5, but you get to Fast 7, 8, I agree. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what is the plot of Sharknado I think I, get, I think I got a theory. Here. I got one, too. Okay. So, they get caught up in the tornado mm-hmm. in the middle of the ocean. I assume that's how most of these movies start. Is it Sharknado? No, I think the Sharknado is coming to land. It's usually oh, is that right? it's coming to the city. Okay, well, in this scenario, it's over the ocean. Yeah, okay, yeah. so it's going like to it. like start out open water. We're going to start getting the riptide Paint and the freaking like yeah, tornado. All of a sudden, in the middle of the tornado, it's going to be very Wizard of Oz. He's going to mm-hmm. be punching sharks in the nose as he's spinning around. Mm-hmm. And he's seeing houses, and he's doing the whole deal. Oh, yeah. Then... Whoa, what's appears? Noah's Ark. He hops aboard that, and that is a time vehicle that takes him back. Are you describing time. what you think happens in this one? Yes. Oh, I just read the plot to it. Yeah, no, we were I'm talking about what happens the next in the next one. one. The next movie. Oh my god, I thought we were trying to way, find a way to piece all this together. No, oh, no, no. I like. I almost want to keep. No, no. You this going, one, though. this one makes perfect sense to me. I already <laughs> see the. I, the, I already know. I, I like the Noah's Ark being the the, the sister, the key. Okay. Tra- I thought you were saying, okay. how do we find a way to connect all these dots that are impossibly far from each other? No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> what I'm what I'm asking is, I in, like it though. I like it a lot. If in this one they're on Noah's Ark fighting Nazis and dinosaurs, what could they possibly have in store? For seven. How can you top that? And I How got an can idea. You top that? Give me that. I got an idea. But no, I will say I dig. I think you're right with the Noah's Ark <laughs> thing. I think it's very Wizard of Oz, and I think it's like Noah brings him to the bottom of the boat, opens mm-hmm. a chest. It's the time cube, and we go back. Yeah. I don't know why you go back to 1940s Germany. That's beyond mm-hmm. me. But who knows? I think for seven. That's right. The next one would be seven. Mm-hmm. We've gone into the depths of the sea. We've gone back in time. There's only one place left to go. The future. Not the future. But that would be pretty good. I'm thinking space. Ooh. I think Sharknados have taken over the world in the future. It's so bad that people have to retreat to, mm-hmm. to the atmosphere. To yeah. the, we're going into space. And in space, we're like, it's all good. It's all good. What's this? Sharks in like astronaut suits swimming yeah. through space somehow. Maybe we're going too close to I don't a even shark know if they planet. Need <laughs> I don't know if they do either, but I like to think of them like with really high tech. How did they get these super high tech suits? And they're still just sharks. I think it's swimming more... around because you can see a shark swimming through space, mm-hmm. right? I can visualize that pretty easily. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, take you one further. I think you know how like sharks they're like yeah they have actually haven't evolved in 200 million years yeah because they're perfect and they're it's like alligators and and they like can breathe everywhere or whatever i and they have like different skin than other fish and they never sleep or close their eyes and they, yeah and they, or sit still or sit still they're constantly moving i think um what we they end up finding is like they go to space and they're like oh you didn't realize this but actually sharks can thrive and survive in space and we just didn't realize it because we had we never, never tested them there. yeah we had never actually tested <laughs> so it. monkeys can't sharks can and so they basically they, they do a sharknado genesis that's oh, what they call it that's where it started and when the crater comes down that kills all the dinosaurs what really happens is a lot of sharks get oh, blasted into space yeah so we start off sort of like cloverfield paradox they just release on netflix like hey fuck you it's out now yeah and they're out in space and they're like just oh we're going to mars to colonize whatever boom I kind of buy this, by the way. I kind of, yeah. I think that's what they should do. It's about time for a prequel. I think you're right. I think it's about time. Where are, why are these Sharknados happening? And where did they start? And Mm -hmm. I think you're right. I think it started. And when are they? Yeah. Yeah. And when are they? (laughs) Um, We got to tune that in. Those aren't in theaters, obviously, right? Are those sci fi channel or Netflix? I'm sure there's some, like, those theaters that always show, like, Harry Potter marathons. Yeah. ABC Family. Select theaters. Yeah. Quote unquote. Yeah. Yeah. Select theaters. Um, They serve you, like, chicken tenders in the middle of the movie because it's like, 
they don't care about what you're hearing. That's a welcome the, the distraction. Movie's so ridiculous. By the way, yeah. Sharknado Six having both Nazis and the Ark. It's mm-hmm. a little derivative, is it not? Are they ripping that off of uh, freaking Indiana Jones? Ark. Interesting. It's, a, it's a, the Ark of the Covenant. It's no, a it's totally Ark. different I know. Ark. I know. Yeah, I know. Okay. okay. But I'm just saying, no. biblical arcs, Wordplay. Nazis. Come on. No, I agree. I like it. I agree. I like it. Okay, moving on. So new Chevy Chase. What's going on with that? Chevy Chase was involved in a bit of an incident over Mm -hmm. the week here. He was driving in upstate New York when a UPS employee and his girlfriend and another couple who Mm -hmm. was going on vacation to go snowmobiling in upstate New York. In a UPS truck? Great snowmobiling. Uh, No, no, no. Uh, They were off duty. So in just their Mm -hmm. standard streetcar. In civilian clothes. They they decided to cut off the wrong guy, I guess. And that Mm -hmm. wrong guy being Chevy Chase. Hey, kids, look, a deer. Chevy Chase then proceeded to f- hunt these people down in their car. No. Basically make them pull over after rolling down his window. After a verbal altercation, he tried to pull the guy out of his car. The guy kicked him. Chevy Chase got kicked back into his car and then to the ground. And then got up and said, I'll ruin your fucking lives. <laughs> is this the UPS guy's story or is this This is this the is UPS the guy's story. And what makes this even funnier is this guy the whole time who's going right back at Chevy mm-hmm. had no idea who Chevy Chase was, has since Googled him, and still doesn't know who he is. Still can't put the pieces together. <laughs> who the hell doesn't know who Chevy Chase is? What is going on in upstate New York? Apparently, they're not watching a lot of the talkies in the Seriously. UPS. Seriously. I just love that the guy, the, the side mm-hmm. note is that there's two details that are he's a UPS guy yeah, and he's like going that's snowmobiling. Crucial, crucial <laughs> stuff. Going. Well, because you know, when you're going snowmobiling, you want anyone to get in your way. Who? Let who? alone Chevy Chase. I didn't want any details to be left out here. I needed you to have the full image. But who goes to, like, I'm going to go to the snow to snowmobile? It's like saying, like, I'm going to go to the lake. We're, we're going jet skiing this weekend. It's like, that's only a part of it. Yeah, that's all. It's a very small. There's other things you're doing. It's not just one snowmobile ride. Let's get back in the car and go. So I got one little more piece mm-hmm. of info for the story that I know. I know Chevy Chase has just come out and said, story's not true. I didn't start anything. And I got proof. He, like, hurt his shoulder really bad like a week ago. Yeah. And so he's like, I couldn't have done anything physical. Mm. I can barely even lift my shoulder. Case closed. Which I'm thinking, okay, I still don't buy that Chevy Chase didn't start this. I think he started <laughs> it, which I'm thinking, Chevy Chase – you track these guys down and try to get in a fight with a bum shoulder? Yeah. You're a madman, Chevy Chase. You look like a madman, and you are a madman. Because he's not in shape. He's not no. a quick. He's not and moving. he's now like 77, 76. Jesus. So he's getting up there. Again, is. why is he in upstate New York, and why is he so angry? So my question here is, mm-hmm. if you ever got in a crash, obviously we got in a crash with Chevy Chase. We probably beg for forgiveness and ask for an autograph or something like that. Is there any celeb that you'd want to get in an accident with you could kind of throw? You had the, the right to... If you cut off a celeb and they follow you, who would you be like, oh, you? Oh, yeah, you. <laughs> Fucking Ryan Felipe. I'm bringing him back up. Stanley Tucci. Because I feel like he's <laughs> Stanley Tucci. I feel like That's Stanley Tucci will buck up to me. Yeah. And I feel like I can be like, all right, Tucci. <laughs> Tucci Meister. Tucci Meister. Tucci Meister. I'm sick of you riding on Meryl Streep's coattails. You were great in the Hunger Games, but how about the <laughs> Hunger Pains? Uh, That's pretty I, good. I just punch me in the face. Who you got? I, I don't have really one actually that I'm not like I want to see. I have more. I've just immediately thought of a couple that I'd be really scared if I ran into one. And one, John Taffer, Bar Rescue. If he ever, because he's rage. the kind of guy that is would he, do that. Is right? he the, the scariest of those guys? I'm of, just thinking of, he's the most likely. Who that is the I Hell's Kitchen guy? 
Gordon Ramsay, he'd be good too. But I'm thinking, uh, what I just said his name. What's his name, Bar Rescue? John Taffer. Taffer. John Taffer. I feel like John Taffer, if you cut him off, he'd pull in front of you, stop his car, get out in the middle of the highway, and point at you until you get out of the car. Ever seen this movie, John Taffer must die. Yeah, like oh, no yeah. excuses, embrace solutions, and he'd just be breaking my windshield. I'd be terrified if it was John Taffer. God, I love John Taffer so much. There are a couple badass women in Hollywood that would really put me on oh, my heels. I would, just because, number just one, down. I really just have no idea what to do in a confrontation with women when, they, when they're elected to get physical yes it's like I, I just what you run away as fast as you can or just what? get down get down <laughs> and so if all of a sudden like Gemma from Sons of Anarchy mm-hmm. stepped out of the oh, freaking yeah, car I'm done I'm just, just giving like, up and I'm, I'm giving I'm them sorry. a check I'm, I'm giving, sorry yeah. God she's so badass Henry Ashton Kutcher what's with them Ashton Kutcher he uh, had a uh, podcast with um Dax Shepard. Dax Shepard this week that was uh, apparently great. What a mm-hmm. couple of guys I just love. Yeah, a couple mm-hmm. of tall, <laughs> couple of tall, fun guys. Yeah. Um, but they, uh, one of the topics they talked about was Ashton Kutcher when he and Demi Moore got divorced. Demi. Really? Demi? Uh, oh. Demi, Demi. <laughs> Probably Demi. Uh, when they got divorced, Kutch's, uh, call him Kutch, call his friend, his way of getting over it was he went to the mountains in Montana for a week Lived alone, fasted, only drank tea and water. Mm-hmm. And so I got a little bit of info. And for, tea really is just water. So tea and water, a little <laughs> bit slightly flavored water. Tea and water, he said he took all of his computers away, his phones, everything. He was there by himself, so there was no talking. He just had a notepad, a pen, water, and tea. He said at a certain point he began to hallucinate and actually started practicing Tai Chi with his own energy, even though he's never had training in the martial arts practice before. <laughs> How do you think Tai Chi was invented? So Some when guy I was like, I fucked just, around. So he's just fucking Patrick he, Swayze out in the wilderness? That's what he is. <laughs> the fact that they even call it Tai Chi, no, 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 no. He's fucking, he's doing Mac from Sunny right now, yeah. lifting his leg, working on his kicks and his elbows. Doing backflips every single day of his life. I, I fucking, I don't know why, this almost drives, this kind of drives me nuts. One, I don't believe you, Ashton Mm-mm. Kutcher. I'm going to throw that out there. I don't believe you for a second. You went out to the mountains. How are you making this tea if you were by? yourself did you bring tea with you how are you heating up water well, he, brought, he brought mountains? some flint I'm a and he, he was yeah. a scout he uh, was a iowa, I, iowa boy he was at a resort in big sky this was not him in the woods fasting <laughs> i listened to the he podcast skipped breakfast twice. i can tell you right now i believe everything ashton kutcher saying he is a character and he's an inspiration that son of a bitch i don't know why he would do it would this inspire this you to, to go after a breakup not or at all that part doesn't make any sense to me but i do think he did it you think he did? I definitely think. Could he did you it. go to the mountains? He also and survive came for back. Week? What? Just could like I go to the mountains and survive for a week? Hell no. How many days? I died in a minute. Yeah, I died in a day. I think. Yeah. So fun story. I just was in the mountains. I had to work on a uh, show that was filming up there. Mm-hmm. It is so goddamn cold. Did you and have so food? In- goddamn dark. Yeah, I had food okay. and five layers, and, it still and I still was like, yeah. I got maybe twenty more minutes here, <laughs> here and we then go. we got to call somebody. We got, we got, we got to get out of here. <laughs> what is there anything like that that you think you would do? In, in uh, what would be like my freak out after getting my heart broken by Demi Moore, or just anything that you got to get over? Get over it, Eagles. You got to get, get over, over it. Get over it. What are you doing? I would Bruce Wayne Batman begins this thing. You go to Asia. Yeah. So yeah. So I, a mountain, but a specific mountain where only blue flowers grow at the base of it, and there's Sherpas. Uh, somewhere along the mountain. I actually like that a lot. If you could somehow get a run-in with Ra's al Ghul. No. Mm-hmm. By the way, I would do none of these things. I would go and drink myself into oblivion and Sweat you wouldn't see for me weeks. for a week and a half. And yeah. I, I really Jason Siegel from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. That's thing. exactly what yeah. I'm thinking of. I am down to do like a little without a pal trip, though. Um, wow, it's very without a paddle. They still haven't found DB's treasure, by the way. Something to think about. But they think he's alive. You see that? <laughs> New doc came out. They think he's alive. He fucking made it. Josh Jamal, no. 
Uh, Josh Dumal is just the greatest guy in the history of guys in my mind. Uh, mm-hmm. This Good past guy. this past week, obviously the Fergie the Fergie national anthem uh, happened, and they just got divorced. What's Josh Dumal doing? He's showing up with flowers the next day. He's since been on Ellen to promote his new show, and oh. he, all he was talking about was how talented and how cool Fergie is, and how you know she was just taking an artistic chance, but she still got it. Mm-hmm. And don't feel sorry for her. She's the most resilient girl he's ever met. Good for Fergie. Good for Josh. Good for Josh. The best guy ever. Yeah. But so Josh is in the news promoting his new show. Here's his new show. He is playing the lead investigator in the unresolved murder cases of Biggie and Tupac. So he yeah. doesn't fit, right? Yeah. Does Josh Duhamel belong in the hip hop community? No, uh, he is not solving <laughs> unsolved hip hop crimes, right? You know what? You say he doesn't fit, but then that's one of those things where it's like they show you the character he's based on, and it's like, oh, that, that guy is Josh Duhamel. See, I think this you, is more. I don't think anyone looks like Josh Duhamel, well, let alone detectives. This is like when Ashton Kutcher was cast to play Steve Jobs. It's like, god damn, he really looks like him. Yeah, you know what? I think he it is, is not it's, Steve Jobs. It's The Rock being the coach in uh, Gridiron King. Gridiron King. You ever seen the real coach in Gridiron King? It was a white dude with a mullet. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing he had in common was he was a pretty big dude. He had yeah. like a mustache and a mullet. And then they get The Rock. It's like, are you kidding me? There That's was a, not there him. There was a white dude with a mullet on The Rock staff. On the staff. It wasn't, it wasn't The Rock. I would have loved him to get in The Rock. He was like the, the director or something. Mm-hmm. That would have been great. Also, you guys know Josh Duhamel is the face of North Dakota? What? I, Josh Duhamel, every year North Dakota tourism, they just re-up their contracts. I saw this online. He gets paid hundreds of thousands of dollars every year to do all of these come visit North Dakota commercials, which no one sees because no one, where, I don't even know where you see this. But I just saw it's like he, if you, people in North Dakota, Josh Duhamel is the guy. He is the man. If I took Fargo and Bismarck off the table, could you name me a town in North Dakota? I couldn't have said Bismarck. I could have maybe thought of Fargo after thinking <laughs> for a really long time. Um, Springfield. I, I guarantee, <laughs> guarantee there's a Springfield. You think there's a Springfield? Probably a Springfield. <laughs> I guarantee you there's a Springfield. I guarantee you there's a, probably a Washington. Of <laughs> there's probably a few first and second streets. <laughs> I think that I can guarantee. I can guarantee that. I can pretty much. I can pretty much tell you that. Much. I think we got North Dakota down. I think we figured it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't need to go there. Yeah, good no for need. Josh Dumel. Cool. Great. Yeah. Josh. Awesome. Not, not a lot of power names coming out of North no, Dakota. Not many. It's good to have that they have some representation. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's go into our speed round. This is the round where I ask these guys questions, and I uh, touch into a little bit of TMZ. All right, I need to – man, I have been just – I'm sorry about – I've just been a little out of it. I think it's the cold. It's been making me exhausted. That's why I'm wearing a beanie for like the second time in my life. That's why we're all wearing beanies, by the way. We're not just lazy bones. The beanie boys. It's so fucking cold in here. <laughs> California, you do need heat. You do need AC. God damn it. A bit of a cool way. Everyone chill out, man. We don't need AC. We don't need heat. Fuck you, man. I'm freezing. Cold. I'm so cold. <laughs> All right. A new brand of vibrators claims to be able to order pizza after your orgasm. <laughs> what flavored pie would satisfy you after being satisfied? Uh, I can't even. I can't. I wanted to come up with something. This question is so vulgar when I wrote it. I'm so sorry. I don't even have an Give answer. Give me a Pepperoni. meat lovers, baby. How about a big sausage pizza? <laughs> I didn't want to. There we go. A French resort just installed an oyster vending machine. Would you open up to the idea or shuck no? I'm not a big oyster guy, so no, but what a fucking ridiculous thing. It's nature's greatest aphrodisiac. <laughs> you'll, you'll catch me there one hour out of every day. <laughs> Let's hope they change the vending machine daily. A woman in Florida got a DUI while riding a horse. Was she just horsing around too much, or was the cop just 
beating a dead horse. That's two horse puns. And I think the cop, give her a break, tie her horse, just walk her horse home. Too much. This woman was riding her way out of Montgomery Gentry and Big and Rich Showdown concert. She forgot the lyrics. It's save a horse, ride a cowboy. <laughs> Not save the cowboy, ride the horse. You dummy. That's good stuff. Former NFL player Charles Peanut Tillman is now an FBI agent. Is he nuts? Or is this Peanut just ready to assault the enemy? You get it? Assault. Assault. <laughs> Peanut Tillman is like a 6'4", dreadlocks, the whole deal. I'd love to set him in undercover, see if anyone recognizes Peanut. Peanut's got some sweet hips as well. The FBI just got themselves a fucking asset. An athlete. <laughs> a man was arrested during a traffic stop in Spain for having 8,000 pounds of stolen oranges in his car. Orange, you amazed this cutie didn't peel away faster. That's three orange puns, baby. That's three thus far, shooter. And you got to look up the picture. If you haven't seen the picture, this guy's car, a picture a car full of oranges, that's where it is. They open the door. All of the oranges spill out. It's fucking hilarious. D- don't open the door. <laughs> Just don't open it. Just trust Just me. It's, it's going to be a mess. Like, literally thousands of oranges spill out. By the out way, look at this picture. There are still suspects at large. There must be. This oh, one definitely. guy did not get all these oranges into How, this car. It is impossible. But there there's was no only machine. one passenger of the car because there's so many goddamn oranges. They he somehow made four arrests. No. It's the Isn't perfect insane? crime. <laughs> insane. Also, how is it illegal to steal oranges? 8,000 pounds of oranges? That's it, a lot of oranges. Man, I guarantee you he was driving that whatever truck Dennis Leary's always telling us to buy if he's got that much horsepower to move. <laughs> the picture is hilarious. It looks like when you're like pranking a rookie and you're filling his car with yes, popcorn. Yes, that's exactly what it looks peanuts. like. Also, what truck is uh, Dennis Leary always trying telling me to buy? I don't remember. but I know Bill exactly. Ford Tough. It's Ford? I think so. We should get one. I don't know. All right, that's the boy podcast, fellas. Some closing notes. Closing. Give it to me. Amanda Bynes is at New York Fashion Week. My prediction is looking promising. She's back, baby. (laughs) Closing notes also. Is the uh, Bachelor season finale on Tuesday? Not a season finale. We got two more eps. We Mm -hmm. got Sunday night, though. We got the Women's Tell All. We might be doing a special podcast for that one as well, so look for that Monday. Uh, Yeah, so then follow these guys' uh, podcast, Fresh Batch. Subscribe. Also, we got another Harry Potter or Potheads coming out on Thursday. We got a sketch coming out on Wednesday. Check uh, our website every day. We got blogs and shit. Instagram, Twitter, all of it, baby. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, that's the Boy Podcast. See you later. Let's go bowling. <laughs>